Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Happy New Year, everyone. We're going to pick up where we left off uh, last week when we were talking about our 2021 predictions. And uh, Julie and I are going to share with you just a couple uh, little tidbits. Julie had, how many coaching calls do you have today? Nine? Eleven. Eleven. Poor you. Oh, it was great. It was good to be back. It was nice to hear the momentum. Everybody's just like absolutely ecstatic for this year. Really? Every single one of them. Now, I have two clients that have COVID, so they're not totally 100% right now. They're just cheery. Mentally, they're there. Just yeah. physically and you know, health-wise, they're recovering. So, um, yeah. I mean, just absolute enthusiasm. So do you remember, I know this is a big question, but where are all these clients located? There's no way you can remember all their states. All, all over. I mean, if I think um, Northern Georgia is one, we've got Northern Virginia, two calls in California, uh, Colorado, um, mountains of Tennessee, one in Michigan, everywhere, everywhere. It's, it's you know, it's crazy. And everyone's feeling that the there's Lots a huge... Lots of enthusiasm. Yeah, enthusiasm, but it's not just, you know, enthusiasm. It's enthusiasm that's essentially being fueled by actual buyer demand. Oh, yeah. So, yes. And so the normal market that people really anticipate happening and say, let's, you know, early spring, you know. Oh, it's here. It's here. And it's exactly what we've been warning about since mm -hmm. last year, that there would be no reprieve entering into this year. No the market. reprieve. Now, if you guys. I, I heard slow down words from no one. Exactly. Well, you can see it happening. I mean, really, all you've got to do is just you know, just yeah. talk to people, just rub elbows with people. Everyone's sure. real estate you know, curious and essentially reeling in our industry, at least, from being incredibly busy for the last six months. Well, i got news for you guys. You're going to be incredibly busy this year as well. Um, it's just really critically important that you drill down and focus on the things that are going to put you in a position to help as many people as you can and make money. Otherwise, you're going to have months and years just get by you. Uh, and we do believe, and we're going to get back to it with our 2021 predictions, we do believe that 2021, and for all the reasons we're about to discuss with you, is going to be the start of at least a five-year uh, boom market, but not just like a boom market in the sense of a seller's market, but an overall economic boom and really where housing is going to be one of the greatest beneficiaries of that. So you are in the right place at the right time. If you've ever been curious what that feels like, it feels exactly like you feel now. Yes, That's indeed. what it feels like. Yeah, I tell you the other thing I heard today was a lot of people really enjoying expired Palooza beginning exactly. of the year. Uh, the highest I heard was 800 expired, but I think that that was statewide in that case. Most of the time it was like 50 to 150 expired, which is plenty. I mean, here's the thing: how many of those do you need to work out to be happy? Yeah, you need to achieve your magic number, and that's it. You don't you don't have to talk to all 800 of them. You just and when you have that many, you can cherry pick too. And we're not going to talk about expireds today, but we do obviously offer very in depth training on how to go after expireds, be a proactive lead generator. That's part of our coaching program. Um, so if you're looking for absolute proven direction in your real estate practice this year, it doesn't matter how long you've been in the business, you definitely want to consider becoming one of our coaching clients. Let's not just be you know let's just be real direct about that. This is the perfect time of year for you to join, so you do not waste any time with with a bunch of false starts. Uh, and that's what the industry is full of. I'm gonna say this again, and I don't think I can say it any clearer. 
this is going to be your year if you take action now. And you've got to take action doing the things you don't want to do and you don't want to do them at the highest level, which is primarily going to be proactive lead generation. Julie obviously mentioned expireds, and we've been hoping all of you would pay attention to the expireds in your marketplace. We started asking you to prepare yourself for this week since last year, and you are going to re you literally could build enough of a listing inventory just hunting expireds for maybe the next two weeks to take care of yourself for the entire year. But are you doing it? Or are you just rationalizing why you're not doing? It? Are you getting ready to get started? Or are you just going to procrastinate even longer, saying you have to get something done or learn something or whatever? Learn on the job, move forward, earn while you learn. These are all the things that we get you to do in our coaching program. So if you want to discuss becoming a member of our coaching program, the easiest way for you to do that is actually get the real estate treasure map. And we'll call you and you can speak directly to one of our coaches. And all you've got to do is text the word, oh, I haven't said this in two weeks, so i got to remember. Text uh, 2021, text 2021 to 855-685-1045. So text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Or frankly, you can just go to our main website, timandjulieharris.com, and click on coaching programs. And the program that you're probably going to want to be interested in most is going to be called Premier Coaching. So go ahead and join Premier Coaching. It's very simple for you to do it. Um, those are the two action steps you should take. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to throw another one out there. If you want me to get you at the head of the line for joining Premier Coaching, just text me directly and I'll put you directly in front of our new member coaches. And my cell phone number, and this is really my cell phone number, is 512-758-0206. This year, unlike any other year that Julie and I have been in the real estate uh, business, it's incredibly important that you're urgent with your activities now because sellers are not going to be waiting to put their houses in the market because they're experiencing a real good case of you know FOMO, fear of missing out. They don't want to wait until the spring to put their houses on the market because they know this market right now, their perception is, is that it's incredibly hot, which of course it is. And there's no guarantee what you know the spring market's going to hold for their house values. So they're putting their houses for sale now. So if you are just thinking that you're going to have a you know little crop of uh, uh, listings pop up, and even buyers for that matter, come springtime because you haven't all the years past, that market is now. Okay, You're not going to be able to wait two or three months to get really drill down on your real estate business and really dig in and start being serious again. Their, your vacation is over, folks. That's all I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Done. Take this serious because yeah. this is really going to be the start of what could be a, a series of amazing years for yourself. Think big, act even bigger. All right. Anything else you want to say for well, your Well, I today? mean, to your point, you know, here's the thing. I think that everything you just said, absolutely true. Also, it's going to be more competitive. Right. Okay. Especially on the listing side, you have to have your act together on that because, you know, it used to be if you weren't a listing agent, you know, you could kind of survive on buyers, but now everybody has tons of buyers. And even if they are, you know, highly motivated and highly qualified, that alone does not mean that they're going to win. Okay. Right. So if you've been surviving just on buyers, that's going to get harder, not easier. Well, that's one of our upcoming predictions, by the yeah. way. So we're just going to get back right. to these because Julie and I, step on the points. we're going to step on our points. We always do that. Um, so here's your homework for today's podcast. Just text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Oh, and one of you guys did take the time to go through the real estate treasure map and you found uh, it was like maybe 20 different little edits that needed to be done. I don't remember the, um, the client that did that, but I sincerely appreciate it. We're having one of our staff reporters go through that and completely uh, use all your edits and do some other changes to the real estate treasure map. Um, so just FYI, we really always sincerely appreciate your contribution to making everything we do better. And that includes uh, show ideas and topics. So if you ever have an idea that you want us to talk about, uh, like I had one this morning, Joy. Mm -hmm. I'll share this one with you, then we'll get to our next point. And I think this is a really good idea. Um, 
we've been married for 30 years this year. How about mm -hmm. that? Yes. Okay? And we've always worked together. We've That's always true. Been, Even we've, before we were married. We right. Did. But we've yeah. owned a series of businesses. Mm -hmm. And we need to do a podcast and uh, that was talking about like exact how we did it, <laughs> how we continue to do it. Because yeah. I think people are innately curious. And there's a lot of people that... Um, you know, like just think about some of the like the conversations we had over the holidays, hanging sure. out with new friends and old friends and talking yeah. with people. And it was like half of them were you know, having little conflicts with their spouses. Now, holiday yeah. stress gets the best of a lot That's of people. True. And so you kind of discount it. You know, a lot of people were experiencing yeah. just the familial stress of trying to fit in a bunch of, sure. you know. And holiday after holiday. Yeah, so um, that that's the thing. But we need to do a podcast on that because some of the things that we were sharing with, I had a couple of people actually pulled me aside and asked me specific questions mm -hmm. about, you know, basically our marriage and, you know, things that they're wanting to work on with their wives and they didn't know how to go about having those conversations. That's what that sounds like a pretty good podcast or yeah. series of podcasts to me. Right, and I think we should. And I think that would be a very beneficial idea. Now, so that's an idea I had, but a lot of the other podcasts, like we did a podcast the other day on why we moved to Puerto Rico. That was an idea from a listener. So any suggestions you guys have for us, uh, please let us know. We're also going to be expanding this podcast. We're making it do more of a channel. We're going to be having uh, actually other people doing podcasts on this podcast. And it, they're all people that are associated with us, work for us, that kind of thing. One is going to be strictly on marketing. There's going to be another podcast we're going to do in Spanish. There's another podcast we're probably going to do about, you know, essentially business building by uh, Sean Kokoska. So we're going to be creating more content for you guys and more diverse subjects. Um, and then, of course, Julie and I will continue to do our podcast every single day. So we are incredibly excited about expanding everything we offer to you guys because we want to make sure you're way ahead of the curve for what comes next, but at the same time, taking full advantage of what is now. All right, so point number five. Now, if you want to listen to our previous points, obviously, you can go to, you know, everywhere to listen to our past podcast. You can go to, of course, timandjulieharris.com's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. All right, so point number five, and this is this is part two of this podcast series on our predictions. So what I'm saying is go back and listen to the other one if you want to listen to the other uh, four points. Point number five, return uh, of the art of having real conversations. All of this high-speed connectivity will result in people wanting to have real-life, face-to-face, albeit in video, conversations. Apple Glass, 5G, will give agents who know how to truly communicate an unfair advantage. Now, you and I have talked about that a lot because mm -hmm. I'm trying to decipher how mm -hmm. significant Apple Glass in particular will be to society, right? Right. Let alone our industry. Mm -hmm. And I think that I can't even think big enough to fully comprehend the ramifications of what Apple Glass will do to the just the humans in general. Sure. I really don't think I completely comprehend the potential of that product. I don't think anybody will until we all are connected that way. Right. And that we're seeing that. I mean, we, we got Zoe an Oculus for Christmas and just that experience alone, and that's, you know, probably the tip of the iceberg, is pretty amazing. I mean, the, how far that technology has come since we started studying it is mind-boggling. And I think that the collective adoption of that, adaption of that, um, is just going to be amazing. So I, I think you're right. It's one of those circumstances where you don't really know until it's out there. And what Apple Glass says, you guys just Google it. But the long story short, it's essentially what's going to look like a designer uh, glasses. And there's different. Not weird looking. Not weird looking. Not the, like the Google Google Glass that you know Google came out with. But these Apple Glasses are going to take all the function of your iPhone. Um, 
and I watch for that matter, and they're going to put it on the screen of essentially I call it screen, but the lenses of your glasses. Now these glasses can be prescription if you'd like. These aren't ugly looking frames. Like I said, they're going to be very good looking sunglasses, the whole thing. And you're going to essentially have this immersive experience where you're fully connected uh, to other people, obviously who also have, have Apple glass that's going to allow you to have conversations and essentially, you you guys have realized, and I'm sure you've seen this. Most people they don't they look on their phones anymore, so they're having video calls while they're walking around. So that's become a thing. You you know, I'm sure you've all seen that. So it's not just walking around with earbuds now. You're walking around with earbuds, looking at your screen. And so what Apple? So obviously, people's desire to have face-to-face contact with somebody they're talking with, that is going to be essentially fulfilled with Apple Glass. That's their prediction. But you're saying, okay, Tim, that all makes sense, but how am I going to use it? You can start with the obvious things, the virtual tours, but even gets more enhanced than that. Think about this. Why not have a coaching call with one of our coaches where you're essentially looking, I mean, your whole experience is basically Apple Glass. They're looking uh, through, uh, the whole experience is, is almost as close to as being face-to-face, one-on-one as you possibly can get, assuming that both of you are using shared technology. The problem, the Achilles heel and all this has always been connectivity, right? Broadband speed and all 5G speed, well, all that's getting fixed. Um, you're having satellites being launched. You're having uh, 5G. There's uh, T-Mobile Home that's coming out, which is going to make it so that people are no longer going to be tied to cable uh, internet access. Everyone on the planet Earth is going to be able to have uh, incredibly fast um, digital conversations with people, which leads to the point I wrote down. For people that have never learned how to actually converse in a professional sales environment, knowing what to say and having scripts to say, they're going to be screwed because that's what the consumers are going to expect. When you get a lead call from somebody, it's not just going to be an email like some of you guys are so used to or some email from some you know lead service you're buying your leads from. It's going to be somebody who's directly connecting with you, who expects to see you, who expects to have a conversation with you, who's going to then expect you to know what to say and how to say it, say it to solve their problem with just buying or selling real estate. So the per- the people who know how to actually communicate at a high level um, and frankly sell, right? They're the ones that are going to have an unfair advantage. And you're going to see this, guys. Watch as these Apple glasses and supposedly Apple glasses getting announced in the first half of 2021. It's all a rumor, but supposedly that's what's going to happen. You watch who adapts that first. What industries? You watch to see how technology, how companies start adapting that technology and how everything is going to move essentially to your glasses. And that's my prediction. Away from your desktop even. You know, there, I can talk forever about it because I've been researching it. And I think it's incredible. And like I said, my, I can't comprehend all the ways that could potentially change society. But I think the answer is every way. Every way. It is. And it probably uh, over several years, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. You know, What so. wouldn't change because of that, if you think about it? Nothing. It's going to touch everything. It's yeah. communication. Communication right. is like, you know, I think of it as spider legs that get into everything. Yep. It's all connected. So, yeah, it'll be pretty interesting. It's like cell phones, right? Yeah. You know, I remember when cell phones came out. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, it's no sense talking about how big Back in our day. Yeah, I know. That's what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> but back in our day, in the 80s, when the things were like bricks... You know, and then they got smaller and smaller. And then all of a sudden people, you know, companies start coming out with these smartphones. Aha. I mean, there's the flip phone and all these other things where you could do two or three things. And then, you know, Apple came out with the iPhone and everything changed. Yeah. You know, and that's it. And you can see how this Apple Glass is going to have, if you can essentially have this immersive uh, technology that's going to be making it so that you walk down the street 
and it's going to have LIDAR. The glasses have LIDAR in the front. So in other words, you're going to be able to do hand gestures out in front of you where you're essentially pointing at things that are only appearing on your screen like they do on Oculus, like they do in well, some of these pe other. People might end up looking crazy for a while. Crazier. But we'll all get used to it. <laughs> people sure. will look crazier. <laughs> crazier. Well, yeah. but think about it. I mean, how I know, long did it right. take for you to get used to seeing people walk down the street and like talk to themselves and I realize know. they're wearing earbuds? Exactly. <laughs> or, or at <laughs> least we think they're wearing earbuds. All right. So this next one I actually got from uh, John Malden. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, this was a bunch of dis, uh, uh, points that I just dropped into this point. I won't force you to read this because you'll, you'll drive you crazy. I'll, I'll go through it, yeah, okay? Sure. Artificial, point number six, artificial intelligence will be here as promised, but actually working because of quantum computing. All right. Now, so I'm going to read these things to you guys, and it's okay if you didn't under, if you don't understand it. Frankly, I didn't understand it until I researched it because, again, we're trying to pay attention to what's going to have a, a true effect on not just your business but everything in life. So here's some interesting data for you. Reproduce 2.5 exabytes of data every day. That's equivalent to 250,000 libraries of Congress of content or 5 million laptops every minute of every day. 3.2 billion global internet users continue to feed the data banks with 9,722 pins on Pinterest, 347,222 tweets. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, 4.2 million Facebook likes plus all the other data we create by taking pictures and videos, saving documents, opening accounts, and more. We are at the limits of the data processing power and the traditional computers and the data just keep growing. While Moore's Law, which predicts the number of uh, transistors on an integrated circuits will double every two years, proved remarkably resilient since the term was coined in 1965. Those transistors are now as small as we can make them uh, with, uh, with existing technology. And this is kind of an interesting, I didn't put it in here. Mm -hmm. The reason they can't make them smaller is because basically they heat up too much and they can't actually figure out a way to make the chips not essentially burn themselves out. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, that's, so there's a limit to, and we're basically and at we're that there. technology. So there needs to be something that's going to replace a conventional computer chip. Mm -hmm. That's why, and that's also why, did you know this? That's the reason, like, when we lived in Austin, mm -hmm. do you remember they were building that big uh, Apple building or Google building or whatever it was? Mm -hmm. And, like, it was so far down, like oh, a huge, like, cool, five-story right? crane yep. was in the thing and that. digging. And it's because they're dig putting it subterranean to basically keep, keep cool. the computers cool. Yeah. Uh, that's why there's a race from the biggest leaders in the industry to be the first to launch a viable quantum computer that would exponentially uh, more powerfully than today's computers to process the data we generate every single day and solve increasingly complex problems. It's quite possible that these quantum computers will be able to complete calculations within seconds and would take today's computers thousands of years to calculate. Today's uh, uh, today, Google has a quantum computer they claim is 100 million times faster than any of today's systems. What? Mm -hmm. That will be critical if we're going to be able to process monumental amounts of data we generate and solve some very complex problems. So the point of it is, is artificial intelligence, we've all had uh, experiences with it. It's, you know, artificial intelligence is like when you're checking out on Amazon even, and it's all, it sees what you're checking out and it's thought, well, you might like this or you might like that. There was some artificial intelligence assistance. I, we tested some of them in our business and they never quite worked right. Um, but just different forms of artificial intelligence that have emerged. But what artificial intelligence backed by broadband connectivity, backed by people's desire and need and absolute thirst for having things faster, you're going to see, and this is and this is the reason I read all this to you guys, is I think in the next three years, mm -hmm. we're going to see an absolute, complete replacement of all the expectations that consumers have for receiving any product and service because it's going to be a combination of essentially, for example, Google Gla or Apple Glass 
combined with artificial intelligence that's backed by these, obviously these new, uh, you know, not even supercomputers. So when that happens, everything's going to change. All the experiences that we expect. Yeah. And when you're doing business with somebody, if they're not operating on that level and their, comp and their competitor is, you just will pass them up. Like people used to blow past blockbuster stores on the way home yeah. to watch Netflix. I'm just making my mental list of companies that I would like to be early adopters of some of this because are they all know, in Puerto Rico? Well, a lot of them <laughs> Utility are. Companies? Just thinking like, boy, that would have been a different experience, right? And that's what I was saying is I think it's going to take some time for this to actually become mainstream. But yeah, boy, you know, there's certain areas where we really, really need well, this. Let me say, let me edit what you just said because mm -hmm. I think it's important. Time mm -hmm. for it to become mainstream. So yeah. what you're saying, and when you're in. in you're thinking about, okay, this is going to be something new we all have to learn to adapt to. Yes, but I'm also thinking about, you know, how different experiences are. Let's take like setting up utilities, for example. Right. When I call, say, Murphy, North Carolina. Everybody knows what that's like. Everything is like. Slow. Six steps, a whole bunch of phone calls and follow up. And, it, you know, you can't do it online. You had to send in paperwork. Here's the definition. You know? here's, the, here's the difference with quantum computing. Yeah. So the, right now, for you to try to integrate, so just playing with Zoe's Oculus or whatever. Sure. You've got to learn that. You've got yeah. the, the you have to learn a new operating system. Mm -hmm. essence. You have to learn the new the rules sure. of the operating system. Mm -hmm. And what what you're going to see is I. It, it's like, do you remember when um, we are living in Texas, mm -hmm. right? And you and I go on those drives in the country and we come across those, like, you know, those old towns mm -hmm. that were, uh, there were railroad towns that were completely yeah, like, looked like something out of an sure. old West movie, right? Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of them. Yeah, tons. The further we tons. got away from Austin, you'd come across one after another. And they were beautiful in their own way, but they were also really sad and kind of creepy. That's true. Okay, so those were the, those, to draw a parallel, mm -hmm. those are the modern businesses that don't adapt and no, you know, totally agree. They don't adapt yeah. fast enough. Sure. What's going to happen is the railroad's going to pass them by, and they're just going to become yeah. basically a, a relic of the past. Well, I think you're right. It'll be a great sorting out. Really? Well, I think that'll affect agents too. Right. You know, you either change or you fizzle out. You, well, you're going to have to be with it. It's going to be a very powerful way for a business to differentiate themselves in the marketplace because they're going to be early adapters. Yeah. And meeting the customer where the customer is or where the customer is going to be in the next 6 to 12 months. Yeah, and they're going to have to do it. Right. And you combine mm -hmm. this with mm -hmm. the point we'd made on the previous show with the massive change in how people are going to live because of COVID and because sure. people moving out of the cities. The great migration trends away from the cities, those are just picking up momentum. There's, I've read a whole bunch of articles, and you sent me some articles, mm -hmm. on how the you know the flyover states no more, basically. <laughs> yeah, crazy. The, gr the greatest appreciation is happening in the states that were considered flyover states by snarky coasters, mostly. But even in our old town of Columbus, Ohio, appreciation last year was at 10%. Oh, it's like 15 or something. It's crazy. It's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I was uh, that was one of the things I was asking coaching clients today, because in the past probably 30 to 60 days, I think there's been so many like record closings in yep. record time. And we were talking about this with re relating it to older expireds, right? Because you might actually get them their old price and the different types of conversations you can have with that. So yeah, I mean, I think there's a whole bunch of new comps, especially in places that you wouldn't expect it. Well, look, you, were, so. you sent me an article from the Columbus Dispatch, yeah. for example, that showed me, or that, that showed the million dollars and multi-million dollar properties mm -hmm. that had just been sitting and sitting and sitting in Columbus, Ohio, yeah. are now like the hottest thing. I know. I mean, I was joking with a coaching client that, you know, when we would take something like that, it's like, hey, we got this listing, that's fantastic. It's all high-end luxury. And then you'd be like, 
oh crap, now we got to sell it. Yeah, and you it's know? years. And it, and it would be years. There were, I mean, average days on the market for some of this stuff was like a thousand or something. More than that. I mean, there are, yeah. prop, there are properties that were yeah. like where we sold real estate in New Albany, Ohio. Mm-hmm. There were properties, and we'd pick up these expireds too. Well, and not just first time expired. Sometimes it was like the fourth expired. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, we were picking them up. It's like, it was it's not crazy. exciting. And, <laughs> so that's all changed now. And Way where are those changed. buyers coming from? The coasts. Yes, the coasts. The coasts. People are moving out of New York and they're moving out of, you know, California. I had tons of conversations with people mm-hmm. actually here in Puerto Rico yep. where we live that are moving out of California. A lot of New York and New Jersey too. Yep. yep. So that trend is just going to pick up. I, now you, I have to say I do feel a little bit vindicated as a flyover state Midwesterner that finally our time has come, but not for, you know, the uh, ideal reason who would have ever predicted anything like that. It's it's interesting to see the mindset of agents that have sold like like we did, where it's like, oh, this is never going to be a hot market. And then they're like, holy cow, I've got 10 offers. What is you going know, but on? The funny thing is, is those agents that mm-hmm. know how to sell in a buyer's market. Oh, yeah. Look out, man. Look out. You do not want to compete with no. agents that actually know how to get price changes, with know how to basically really have sales skills. Because in a hot seller's market, the houses more or less sell themselves. You don't need that really great no, skill set. Right. But in a buyer's market, you do. In Columbus, Ohio, for example, it's been in a buyer's market forever. And now for the last, what, maybe three years? And now it's yeah. creeped up to the upper end stuff? Well, that's happening all over the country. It's amazing. All right, so next point um, that well, we wrote down. This is an down. easy one, a short one. Point Which number one six. It? Oh, yeah. There you COVID go. COVID will be over. A vaccine is here. Herd immunity, they're saying by late 2021. Different people say different things, but COVID is going to come to an end. Now, we're just going to let that hang there for a second because the next point is going to be the one that I know my lovely wife is going to want to read to you. Point number siete, esposa. Yes, gracias. As a result, there will be the start of a cultural and more importantly, real estate renaissance. Real estate renaissance will appear in the form of new kinds of real estate, reuse of previous obsolete real estate, new construction methods, new attitudes about lifestyle, old towns finding new life again, forgotten about desert scapes will have new towns formed. People may choose to have smaller homes in different places of the world, or they'll want larger homes in the country. It's a, I, I call it like the great shakeup, but I like real estate renaissance better because it is, everything is changing. I think it's really exciting, interesting times to live in. You know? This is the most exciting yeah. time that we've, I've, you and I have been in the real estate industry for basically 25 years. Yeah. This is the most exciting time I ever. I agree. It's very interesting. It's so much fun to see all the creativity and all the energy and enthusiasm. And it's really a lot of it's coming from well, that point that you just read, but also from this whole new generation of people, millennials and maybe even some Z, you know, Generation Z that are getting mm-hmm. into real estate and seeing them come into the market with a lot of energy and enthusiasm and creativity and you know wanting to learn basically all the things necessary to be successful. And I'll tell you something else that's fascinating from a coach's perspective, dealing with those guys. They are the least prone to buy up the gimmicks that people our age seem to yeah. suck up. That's right. It's uh, counterintuitive. It I is think, counterintuitive. That, that they're more resistive to that. Yeah. They're the ones that are most likely to want to have real skills because they realize that a lot of the social networking stuff is what it is, which is mostly basically just mental masturbation, really. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of there there. And it's good for you know whatever it's good for. But as far as actually putting yourself in a position to you know, help people and make money for yourself, there's nothing better than proactive lead generation. And the millennials that I see showing up on our radar as new coaching students, mm-hmm. those are the ones I think are, I'm 
It's never been like right. that before. You and I have always been contrarians to what you're supposed to be doing in the business because we tell the truth mm -hmm. and everybody else tells people what they want to hear. That's true. That's the thing that's made us different. Mm -hmm. And we tell them what they want to hear when they don't want to hear it. And we tell them as loud as, at the highest level, right. right? Absolutely. And that means doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And millennials, when they hear that message and then they go and they compare it to other things they're being told they need to do to build their businesses, they know because they grew up with all the social networking stuff what the truth is. And so that's where... I'm really excited to see yeah. so many people in real estate that are going to enter into real estate with their heads screwed on straight about learning how to do real work. I think you're right about that. Yeah, look sure. at our coaching clients. Look at the people you I talk know. to today. I know. Absolutely. How many of them rolled farts like us? Not that many. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'd say maybe 30% of them. Yeah. They're, they're around. Okay, so point number eight, more technological advances happening faster because of COVID. COVID is the four-minute mile for the medical industry. Now that the vaccine was created in less than a year, won't that change the expectation for scientists, consumers, the pharma industry? Add to this the advancements in AI, and there could be a massive surge in medical technologies, cures to diseases that were assumed to be incurable. Where will these companies be based? Okay, real estate in those areas will, of course, go nuts. And I think that point that I wrote down, that is something that's really pulling a lot of the previous points together, sure. but it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Because now that we've had this COVID vaccine, do you remember when COVID hit in the spring of last year? Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, this is gonna be with us for five years. The average mm -hmm. vaccine takes five years. And then yeah. boom, it's done in a year. It's a, I mean, it really is it's a medical a, miracle. It is a medical miracle. It is. But don't, isn't everyone's expectations for how long we should expect for the uh, you know pharmaceutical industry and the scientists to come up with cures for things? Do you think well, we've been setting the bar too low as a society? Apparently, apparently, right? Well, I think didn't I? I had this in one of our other podcasts. I think the last fastest one took like seven years or something like what, that. So what happened? Yeah. Uh, the the you know the government, you know, Trump administration, private went, and public went together, and then Trump basically the the idea was we're going to do essentially what's never been done before. We're going to come up with a mm -hmm. vaccine in twelve months. We're going to give you guys all kinds of financial incentives yep. to basically point all your best energies towards coming up with a vaccine. Mm -hmm. And there was basically a race to come up with a vaccine. Yep. And the government locked in a contract for how many they were going to purchase. And so these companies had all the financial incentive. For, okay, now what if they were to come up, what if that same thing were to start happening? What if every year there was a new disease that they were going to cure? Yeah. Seriously. And now we know we can. Right. And now these, you know, the, the government red tape's been set aside. There's a financial incentive that's there. There's obviously a lot. Of, that's exciting, sure, right? Absolutely. I mean, everyone could say, okay, well, this next year it looks like we're going to clear, we're going to cure, uh, you know, whatever the yeah. disease is. Yeah. You know. I, well, whatever. and I, I think some of that was probably the uh, enormous amount of people affected in the enthusiasm and the push for it. Because it wasn't just, you know, whatever percent of the population is affected by this thing. It was basically everyone's mutual fear fueling but, it. Oh, yeah. But add to this, Julie. Add to the, uh, the fact that a Google has a quantum computer that they claim is 100 yeah. million times faster than any of today's systems. Well, get that thing thinking about stuff. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? So what if all of a sudden no. there's all these quantum computers that I are I think operating. it's part of the new renaissance. I Isn't do. that amazing? I do. Don't Looking you feel it? it? Yeah. Do you uh, feel it, listeners? We do. Well, I know they do, man. It was... <laughs> It's crazy today. Okay. Well, you had all those calls and you're still excited and motivated. I am. That says awesome. it all. Yeah. All right. Here, now, this next point, we should level off after this one. This is yeah. a really big point. And I think it's probably one of the most significant points of any of the points that I wrote down for all of you guys. But this one is the game changer for your real estate business for at least the next five years and maybe even beyond that. Yes. This okay. So Harris. point number eight, I believe. Mm -hmm. Inflation will be a clear and present danger. It's here already. There will be no depreciation. 
Inflation is obvious in the cost of homes, cars, you name it. When inflation hits commodity prices like food, things will get scary. Prices will increase before wages do. Real estate prices in some markets over the next one to three years will easily double. We're already seeing that. I can name probably five different markets and 20 to 30 examples just from coaching clients. You know, it's not like we know every single licensed person on the planet, just from our coaching clients, where there are examples of already doubling in the past, uh, someone in, like where we live in the past year in some yep. cases. Um, other places, it's been, I would say, in the past two to three years, they've been getting double. Well, we have our cabin in the mountains in Murphy, yeah. North Carolina. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that market's basically double. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And that, again, where are the people moving from? Guess where? All the coasts. And they're going to live in Murphy in a beautiful cabin in Appalachia, you know, in the Smoky Mountains. And they can get online and have connectivity just like they're sitting downtown Manhattan. They're getting the heck out of Manhattan. That trend is just getting started. And so, you know, you combine all these things that are happening at the same time, and that's going to cause, along with really, really cheap interest rates, you can get a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage on a confirming lo conforming loan for less than 3%. Now, Julie and I, and you could read all of our books, we've always been advocates of paying all your stuff off, right? You know, no debt usually wins. Well, you know what? I'm not so sure that's true now, because if you can buy a house, and I want you guys to think about this, if you can buy a house, and that house is going to inflate, or maybe you want to call it appreciate in value, by more than the cost to own that house, including the interest, including even the maintenance and the upkeep, you live for free. And that's a situation a lot of you guys are going to be in the next three to five years. You're about to say something. Yes. Well, here's something interesting. Uh, one of our coaching clients in Virginia is working with a company that uh, will basically do an old-fashioned bridge loan type of thing, which will make you not contingent. You can buy what you want. They loan your equity back to you at 2.5%. But here's the catch. They, you don't have to lock into selling that company. This is a group of investors at today's price. You can borrow your equity for up to 12 months. You can fix your house up, you can move, you can use it as a down payment. And then by the time you make it to the end, you've made enough on your house that that two and a half percent didn't matter at all to you, nor did the payment. It was free money. It's free money. It's, yeah. it's an amazing program. So I think you're going to see, related to our points, and I'm not sure we have this point, is I think you're going to see some innovative financing too. Oh yeah. No, I don't, but and we so should. And so here's the caveat to that. They only do it if you have 50% equity. So in normal times, we'd be like, ah, who's got 50% equity? But tons of people have 50% equity. So I think you're going to see some kind of like hybrid loans and some different things. I've already seen more people go ahead and buy before they sell because they figure the money's cheap and they know their old house is going to sell. It's important that I point this out so you guys aren't confused. So inflation basically is when the cost of, to buy things increases, right? And so inflation initially, when there's inflation, there's always inflation in the economy. And depending if you believe it or not, it's usually around 3% per year. But what happens is essentially if you can, like inflation of 3% per year, if you can increase your wages or your salary or your income by 3% per year, even if everything else you're dealing with, cost of consumer goods goes up by 3% per year, you don't really feel it. But when you start to see aberrations, and you start seeing this in real estate, you start seeing in a lot of other things, where the inflate, where the cost of that thing has increased, you know, essentially exponentially, it's increased faster than the normal rate in which it would increase. We all talk about real estate because that's what we're good at. But that's what you guys are in the industry of, so you can understand that, right? What's causing that? It's caused by demand primarily that's what it's caused by people say the market you know for the next three to five years is caused by low interest rates no it's caused by demand now would there be less demand if there were lower interest rates probably but that's demand primarily driven by a change in demographics 
driven primarily by a change in where people want to live. This great migration trend is just starting. And then you add low interest rates and you've got something we've never experienced before. It's probably never been experienced at this level before in the history of humanity. So you have to understand that, again, you are in the right place at the right time. And by the way, you're selling the right product. You're selling something that everybody needs. So make the most of this year especially. Please do not wait to get started. Do not be complacent. Do not be lazy. Do not wait for anything to happen. Do not wait at all. Urgently text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link and download the real estate treasure map. That's your fill-in-the-blank business plan. Also, your 12-month lead generation plan. Also, we're giving you a copy of Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. All those books are there along with, I think there's four others that are there as well. And you can download all of those. All you've got to do is text 2021 to uh, 855-685-1045. So where inflation turns ugly is when, frankly, you're in, let's say, for example, you're a firefighter or you're any kind of profession and the cost of all your things, are, if food especially. So initially your house goes up, you're like, holy tamale, Bob, do you see how much our yeah. house is worth? You know, and then maybe you're, your, your truck or whatever, it doesn't depreciate. Maybe the truck keeps its value. Maybe you start seeing other things you have, like your baseball cards or just mis- miscellaneous things. They start increasing in value. It makes you feel rich until you then have to start paying or seeing the inflation in everything, not just your you know assets, but essentially in your, um, the, your consumables. Well, let's say you go to the grocery store. Right. And you're like, holy cow, when did milk become seven bucks a gallon? Then 17 bucks a gallon. Yeah, that's now, when, and because that's not, you know, it's one thing to have equity in your home, right? You, it's sitting there, but that's not. Makes your, you feel good. Makes you feel good. It's another thing when you go to check out and you're like, why is my grocery bill this much? Right. And so that's the reason that stock market is going to go bat. I can't even say the word because all of Zoe a dollar, but I can spell it. No, she can spell now, so she'll know. You're in trouble, man. Yeah, so you guys know what I was about to say. The stock market this year is going to go crazy. Then all essentially holding assets is going to be essentially like holding a Willy, a winning Willy Wonka ticket. And all of this is great, and all of this is going to cause people to want to buy real estate. All of this is going to trigger more, you know, fear of missing out. All of this is going to essentially compound, make people very excited. Dun da 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 dun. Okay, until. Inflation gets to the point where it creeps into the, you know, essentially commodity prices and people's wages haven't kept up with the cost of things. When you have that happen, and that always happens in a cycle like this, there's many examples of cycles like this, wherever there's a fiat currency in the government, or not the government, but the Fed produces too much currency, you have a, an overabundance of currency, inflates value because more people have the ability to spend creates you know a rise in the cost of things when that's in, in mr firefighter if all of a sudden he's making us you know seventy five thousand dollars a year and that makes it so that he can live comfortably with his family but all of a sudden that seventy five thousand now doesn't have the same buying power and it gets even worse and worse every single month that's when you see those historical pictures of people pushing around wheelbarrows full of money to buy a loaf of bread now we'll get that bad like it did in the what was it called the vladmar republic or the mm-hmm. what was it in germany it wasn't vlad it was um, Something else. Weimar. Weimar. You got it. Smart wife. Yeah, that's right. I don't right. know where that came from. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Pull <laughs> that out. Kind of her... funny when that gets Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, okay. Anyway, so yeah. yes, that's when you start seeing images like that. And th- and do guys, look, we're not smart enough to be able to predict whether something like that's going to happen. That's called hyperinflation. Um, I've not heard anybody give a real good argument 
uh, to believe that's going to happen, but it certainly could. But what we are experiencing, not will experience, what we are experiencing, and Julie and I have been telling you guys this for two years, is we're experiencing inflation. And it's going to feel good for a while, so enjoy it while it feels good. There will be a price to pay. So in the interim, do yourself a favor. Lock in a long-term 30-year rate mortgage. Make as much money as you can. Help as many people as you can. And position yourself that if indeed there's some sort of downward, you know, if there's a hyperinflationary cycle, again, no guarantee that's going to happen. But if there were to be, that you're financially prepared. And the way you be financially prepared is just essentially stay drilled down. Make hay while the sun shines, man. There's pure evidence we're from the Midwest. Well, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> if, if there's a wave, you've got to ride that because if and when things change, and I think the Fed's got a lot more tools than they used to, or at least they're more willing to use them to sort of um, monitor some of this stuff and try and control it. I don't. You're optimistic. I don't know. But, but meanwhile, there's while things are, well, yeah. but, you know, take what the market's willing to give you. And right. here, here's the thing. There's so much opportunity right now, but I I do worry about the agents who have not yet become listing agents. Definitely. Because here's the thing. We're getting to it. Don't step on a point. Well, we can do that point tomorrow because we need to wrap up. It's but, actually point number 12. So, But here's the thing. You used to be able to just survive on buyers and you'd be fine. Right. You know, I'll just work buyers for a while. It's all right. Or maybe I don't even need to learn to be a listing agent. But now when things are competitive and there's not enough to go around... There's no guarantee even your best, most motivated, most qualified buyer is going to be the one that wins. And those are the agents that I worry about the most that are not embracing being a listing agent. I also worry about listing agents that have kind of been writing on things being kind of easy and coming Center to them for a while. influence, past client types. Yeah, and they, they think, oh, I've got the relationship. You know, right. I talk to some people. It's, it's good because it is more competitive. Well, it's not just competitive with other agents. It's competitive with technology companies. And it's competitive with the sellers themselves because right. when you have low inventory for sale, by owner can actually be successful. Well, that's so, true. You know, you've got to talk to them and put yourself in that transaction. You have to value. talk them out of being a physical. Yes, basically. by giving them value. And so it's the agents that don't put all these pieces together and take action that I worry about. Yeah. Well, again, and you have these technology companies, the iBuyer yeah. companies, the companies that are going to try to creep in and take a, you know, get in front of the relationship you have with your client and then charge you a referral fee like good yeah. old fashioned reload companies. All of that, guys, is going to, all those companies are spinning up aggressively this year because they know the market's here. And that's and to Julie's point, if you do not have the skills as a listing agent, you might you might frankly you might do okay, but you're not gonna do anywhere as well as you could have had you actually taken the time to learn how to be a powerful listing agent. In the marketplace, amongst coaching companies, do you know anyone who's saying what we're telling you? Do you know anyone who's telling you guys, begging all of you to set aside the goofy, you know, fluffy ideas and mm-hmm. focus on and focus all your best energies every day on becoming a listing agent? Do you know of anyone else who's focusing all their essentially their pointy ends of their coaching programs at helping you guys become powerful listing agents. I don't either. That's the reason that we do what we do because we have been there in your shoes, have had at this point, I don't even know how many, hundreds of thousands of coaching calls. And if you add the coaching calls that our coaches have had, probably millions Millions, of coaching calls. So the moral of the story is we know what we're doing. We know how to help you guys make the most of this market. It's going to be up to you to take the right actions. 
I look, I'm not going one of the commitments I made and I wrote it down was I'm going to be more direct on this podcast this year, <laughs> not less direct, more direct. Because sometimes I am afraid because you guys are sometimes listening to this show passively that you're not hearing what we're saying. So if we say things that are maybe a little bit more salacious than normal, I bet you're going to start listening more and then start taking actions and then you're going to become one of the thousands of people that say, "Hey, thanks Tim and Julie." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? On that note, on that note, get so to work. Get to work. We're going to pick up where we left off today tomorrow on uh, talking more of our predictions you guys are going to like the next batch of predictions that we wrote down hopefully you're enjoying this series that we're doing oh a quick reminder go back and listen to the podcast we did um last week on the ppp loans the ppp loans are going to be becoming available again you absolutely positively want to be first in line go back and listen to that podcast i give it was only like 18 minute long show so all of you have time again itunes stitcher spotify every single podcasting platform we're on all of them we're even on amazon's um you know podcast widget we're on uh, iTunes, obviously, and our main website, timandjulieharris.com. Go back and listen to those past podcasts. If you're on iTunes, please subscribe. That really does help us out quite a bit. When you subscribe, iTunes says, hey, this podcast obviously has some value, and we're going to let other people know about it. So please do subscribe to the podcast, and while you're there on iTunes, please do consider giving us a five-star review. If you've not picked up our book, Harris Rules, it remains a great, you know, it's a bestseller on Amazon, has well over 400 five-star reviews. Um, it's available at Barnes & Noble and all the other leading booksellers as well. Amazon will get the book to you the quickest. Um, obviously, also available on Audible. In the meantime, if you need to get hold of us for anything, please feel free to text me at 512-758-0203. What is Six. it? Six. <laughs> 512-758-0206. Thanks. Have a great day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.